On this episode of the Naturist Living Show, we discuss clothing optional policies. This episode of the Naturist Living Show is brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. At Bear Oaks, we offer traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Free your body, free your mind. www.bearoaks.ca Welcome to another episode of The Naturist Living Show. My name is Stéphane Deschain. I'm your host for today's show and the owner of Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. On today's show, we're going to be discussing clothing optional policy, or I guess the opposite is, well, nudity mandatory, although I don't like the term because it's not like naturists and nudists don't put on clothes when it's cold. But uh, before we get to that, one of the most uh, interesting uh, contacts I've had was from Australia. There's a group in Australia called the Naked Drummer and the Bailey's Road Band. Uh, they perform around Queensland, Australia. They do cover materials and original materials as well. Um, not all their materials is naturist or nudist oriented, but they have a number of songs that are, and uh, they're very they're fun. They're good. I like them. Uh, they've sent me four and gave me permission to play them on the podcast. So I'll play the first one for this show, and we'll play uh, the other three in future episodes. If you want more information, I'll put the uh, website in the show notes. But you can also search for the Naked Drummer and the Bailey's Road Band in Google. I'm sure you'll find it quite easily. They have a nice website. So uh, they have a CD just for nudist, naturist people with songs just about that, and they'd be happy to sell it to you, of course. So for our first song, we're going to play Skin Free. I was finished with work Over for the day I just watched the children Pass the time away Got undressed Felt so great Cleaned up the house and the kitchen in the rack Was there anybody out there feeling like me? Wanna cast your clothes off and be set free? Or are they just holding back miserably? Or do they wanna, do they wanna, do they wanna feel skin free? Felt a little silly. Embarrassed inside Went to the doctor So he could board me right He took my pulse Looked in my eyes Checked my tongue He said you look alright Then I began To wonder was there anybody out there feeling like me? Wanna cast your clothes off and be set free? Or are they just holding back miserably? 
Once again, that was Skin Free by the Naked Drummer and the Bailey's Road Band. So on today's show, we're discussing clothing optional policies. Now, Bear Oaks um, is not a clothing optional park. Uh, Our motto is traditional naturist values in a modern setting. The traditional values is important to us. Um, I think that in a lot of clubs, we've lost the philosophy of naturism. Uh, there, uh, as as naturism has grown, as it be, has become more commercial and more mainstream, it hasn't. It, it's no longer been about the philosophy of naturism. It's been more just about taking your clothes off. For some people, it's just an alternative to wearing a bathing suit. Uh, for most or many, anyway, it's just an occasional recreational. Activity, but there's a lot more behind naturism. There's a there's an actual philosophy. Um, there are social and psychological and environmental and moral aspects to the movement, 
And in the beginning of the 20th century, when it started, there was a lot more of that. Okay, the old way was a little extreme, and I'm not saying uh, that we've gone back to mandatory calisthenics and vegetarianism and alcohol bans and tobacco bans. Uh, I mean, it, it, it was pretty intense in the beginning, and uh, we, don't, we don't wake people up with a bugle in the morning at Bear Oaks and force them to do calisthenics. But nudity, ironically, nudity is actually not what naturism is about. And a lot of people might be surprised by that. Certainly the textiles are, because that's definitely the most salient part of naturism. But naturism is actually, it's a philosophy and a way of life, and it's about respect for self, respect for others, and respect for the environment. That's part of the INF definition, and that's, that's basically what everybody seems to agree it's about. But the focus is always on the nudity. The nudity is a tool. You know, when you're nude, um, you are more, you, you have to accept yourself. You are more likely to look at each other as whole entire people. You are more likely to be in touch with the environment as you feel the breeze, the air, the water, and, con- and the sun in contact with your skin. Instead of feeling like you're estranged from the nature, you'll feel like you're part of it. So the nudity is very important because it's what makes people uh, connect uh, with all those things. And it's so, but it's a tool. It's not actually about nudity. Naturism is not actually about getting naked. Uh, some people, as we discussed in an earlier episode, define nudism as that. But the nudists that I've met who call themselves nudists in North America also espouse a philosophy of naturism where the, the principal idea is not the nudity, it's, it's the values that come with the nudity. So why can't you be clothing optional? You know, I, I actually used to believe in clothing optional. I used to believe in a utopia where nobody would care what I wear. You know, I could be on my front lawn or my backyard or walk down the street or at the park and just strip down when I felt like it. I could go to the beach. I could go to the city pool and swim without a bathing suit. And then why should I care if other people want to wear a bathing suit? Why should I care if some people are clothed and I'm not? So I thought clothing optional is the way to be. It's the tolerant way to be. Unfortunately, our world doesn't really allow a naturist world where that works. Um, The problem is that we live in a world where we get constant powerful messages since early childhood. There's, there's really deep socialization that nudity is bad, your body is something to be ashamed of, you must be dressed. Uh, the body shame is very, very strong, very powerful. And for many of us, myself included, despite the fact that I've been a naturist for decades, despite the fact I own a naturist park, despite the fact that I work nude, I still feel it sometimes. It's subconscious. It's instinctual. And most importantly, it's emotional. Uh, emotional is, is what you get when you argue with somebody as to why there's nothing wrong with naturism. And when they can't come up with any rational explanations, they get defensive. They get angry sometimes. They say, well, that's just the way I was raised. Or they tell you about how it's just not moral because they can't explain it. That's an emotional reaction to being attacked, having a value which is so deeply ingrained in their psyche that they, they feel attacked and therefore they feel defensive when you point out that there's no rational reason as to why you'd want to wear a bathing suit while you're swimming. And, but what I've discovered, that, that the influence of the world, that, that incredible, incredibly powerful socialization, 
makes clothing optional not work? I've traveled a lot. I've, I've been very fortunate in my life uh, that I visited nature's clubs uh, throughout Europe and North America. And I've seen different variations of clothing optionals. Uh, I've seen some clubs where it's not clothing optional at all. Uh, I visited one club where the gatehouse uh, was right at the road. And I went in to register and they said, okay, and if you want a tour, you got to take your clothes off right here, right now. No locker room, no space to put my clothes except in my car. Um, now, that wasn't a problem for me, but I can imagine that somebody who has their first visit who has not given any time to adjust would have a hard time with that. I mean, so I've seen all extreme variations. And I've seen other naturist clubs that you would have no idea are naturist because everybody was dressed and didn't really seem to want to take their clothes off. Um which makes me wonder what makes it a naturist club and why these people are there and call themselves naturists. The problem with all these places that are clothing optional is they don't operate independently of the rest of the world. They're a subset of society. It's not a truly independent culture. I mean, some people live in naturist parks, but most people don't. And if they do, they probably work on the outside. They probably go shopping on the outside. They have friends on the outside. They go to school on the outside. So, you don't live in a naturist world. So that the powerful influence, those subconscious and emotional uh, learnings, socialization that we got since we were very, very little, since that first day when you were two, three years old and you cheerily ran into the living room naked in front of your parents and their friends and your mother or your dad said, go back to your room and take your, put your clothes on. You know, that, that, that got burned into your head or that's just one example there's so many cues in media and in society that tells you that being nude is wrong and that's always reinforced as we get back into the textile world it's hard it's, it really is almost like a disease isn't it it's a it's a it's a phobia and every time we go back to the real world then that's brought back and any comfort that we've had is lost comfort with their nudity in the body is is lost a little bit maybe not completely i mean how many of you have noticed that in the spring after a whole winter maybe you have not taken your clothes off and we can talk about why you don't do it at home that's a whole other show maybe sometime but after a whole winter of maybe being clothed most of the time that first time in a nature's club feels almost a little awkward sometimes it's a great relief and it feels wonderful but you've lost a habit you're not as comfortable as you are by the end of the summer when you spend every weekend nude, if not the whole week during your vacation. I feel it too, despite the fact that I'm probably one of the people that lives the most naturist of lifestyle because of my, I'm lucky because of my job. So the pressures of the textile world are ever present in naturism. So in order to make people comfortable, we have to apply an equal balancing pressure in a naturist club to maintain a naturist environment and to maintain naturist value and to really to really focus on the naturist philosophy. And let me give you an example of that. Um, you know, staff. Uh, the staff at Bear Oaks wears nothing. I mean, that's our uniform. We're naturist park. That's what people in, who work behind the front desk wear. And when I propose that, a lot of people said, well, you can't do that. Uh, I said, well, what do you mean? I, you know, I just bought the park. I hadn't owned a naturist park before. And I thought that was the right thing to do. And people said, no, 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 it's not professional. Well, right there, that's an example of the incredible influence that our world has. Despite the fact that these people are naturists, they believed 
that serving the the members or the public that comes into a naturist park is not professional if they're nude. There's something in their mind still that believes that wearing clothing makes you better, more professional. It's kind of strange, but not surprising really because when you go into almost any naturist park that I visit, especially the bigger, more, quote, professional ones, unquote, certainly they're all dressed. Now, I understand from talking to some of those owners that because they hire so much staff, they have trouble finding uh, naturists who want to work the front desk, so that wouldn't be practical anyway. But that's certainly very possible. I certainly haven't found any trouble finding staff. In fact, we haven't even advertised. We find staff all the time uh, who are naturists and who love their job because this is one chance they have in the world to actually not just live a naturist lifestyle, but work in one. Um, and I'll put a link to that. We had a very neat article in a Toronto Star last year that talked about just that. The uh, reporter from the Toronto Star called me, and she had seen another story that ran in another paper, and she said, uh, so do you hire staff? I said, well, yes, of course I do. And she said, um, and, and and so this is, you always get this weird kind of awkwardness because they're not sure how to ask you the question. Like I'm going to be embarrassed. They say, and w- w- what do they wear? I said, well, they dress they dress appropriately, of course. They wear nothing. Oh, and do you have trouble finding staff? I said, no, actually, I don't have trouble. People have been approaching us, and they seem to enjoy working at uh, Bear Oaks. And so they tell their friends and other people have uh, shown interest. And so far, we I, I was thinking I'd have to advertise. And so far, we've had more applications without doing any advertising, including some people who aren't naturist um, and who assumed that they'd have to be new in the office, apply for jobs, which is very interesting. So from that, they did the article that I'll provide the link to from last summer. Um, I'd like you to listen to actually to this story um, about our staff from Karen, our manager. I was walking in the back in Beckett Circle, and one of our members was uh, talking to me about when they'd had some friends here, and it was the first time that they had come. Very, very lovely couple. He'd asked his friend, so how long do you think it's going to take for you to be comfortable to be naked walking around you know, with strangers, with people you don't know? I don't know if they had been naked with their friends in any capacity, but definitely with people they did not know. And he said, well, I don't know. Ask me in a moment here. So he said he came into the office and he walked in and saw the office staff sitting there and, and we are naked behind the counter. And he walked in and told his friend afterwards, told, told the gentleman who was talking to me, he said, I walked in, saw the staff was naked four seconds. He said, that's all it took. He said, I was comfortable immediately. He said, that is so classy. That is exactly right to have the staff be naked. When you walk in, you know, you're in the right place. You know why you're there. And he said he was, he was, and and, and the, the new guest was utterly enthusiastic, pleased as punch because he said he'd been to other places where you walk into a snazzy naturist facility or, or possibly clothing optional, but nature specifically, and you walk in and the staff is dressed and there's confusion. Uh, are we in the right place? Do we get dressed? Are we supposed to take our shorts off here? Are we allowed to be naked anywhere around here? He thought it was absolutely wonderful that to see the staff completely nude, serving them, taking care of them. He said, this is what a nature's facility should look like when you walk in the door. And he said he found the facility to be uh, like he said, classy, fun to be at, very friendly people, just really enjoyed the experience and definitely plans to be back. 
So as you can see, having the staff nude, despite the suggestion uh, of some existing naturists, is that makes people more comfortable. It helps in establishing a naturist environment. And I'm not sure why we would be surprised. If you think about it, the front desk, the office, that's the first experience people have with a naturist park. When they come to Bear Oaks, the first people they will likely encounter, unless it's really busy and the parking lot's full of people, uh, likely the first people they will encounter and interact with will be our office staff. And if they're dressed, what's that saying? That almost makes it questionable in their mind as to is nudity okay or not? When should I disrobe? When should I not? Um, and in fact, what's interesting is the assumption that the staff would be dressed only seems to come from naturists, experienced naturists, who have been to other parks and have seen dressed office staff. Um, when I was considering what my office staff should wear at Bear Oaks, I did ask a number of people that were not naturists because I thought, wow, I got all this pushback from the naturists who said I shouldn't be doing that. Let me find out for people who have never been to a park. So I went around and I asked a number of people, uh, each, and I asked each person, um, what would you expect the office staff in a naturist park to be wearing? And this is what I got. Nothing. I wouldn't expect them to be wearing anything. I would expect them to wear nothing at all. Nothing. Nothing. Name tag? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing? A smile. I would expect everybody to be fully unclothed. Absolutely nothing. I wouldn't expect them to be wearing a whole lot of anything. And there you go. I didn't edit this in any way. I didn't cut out the people who thought that the office staff would be dressed. In fact, you can't see their faces, but if you did, you would see this look of puzzlement and curiosity like I'm trying to trick them, like, of course they're nude, and why wouldn't they be nude? That's the assumption, the assumption from the general public people who come to a park, a naturist park for the first time, the assumption is that the staff will be nude, that everybody will be nude. So what are we doing when we present them with their first experience with a dressed person? What are we saying? Interesting, isn't it? So for the, that's just one reason. That's, that's an example of how society biases even naturist towards clothing. And that's why you can't be clothing optional because we're trying to get away from that. We're trying to really get comfortable with our own bodies free of clothes. And so we're not clothing optional. Of course, as I said a little earlier in the show, we're not exactly nudity mandatory. Um, I guess the right term should be that we're naturist, but not everybody defines naturism as Nude when required, clothing optional seems to find to find its way within naturism and nudism. But you can't say that we're nudity mandatory because when it's cold, we wear clothes, of course. As we love to say, we're naturists, we're not stupid. And we wear clothes for protection. You know, staff wears clothes when they're doing jobs that require protection uh, from equipment or, or other hazards that might happen, chemicals, that kind of thing. So... Finding the right term is always a problem. So we created a brochure and, and we just say, why is nudity required? And nudity is required in many instances. Um, and, and the reason we explain that, 
the, the reason that it's important to not be clothing optional is, first of all, as we've said, we're living a philosophy. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of acting and looking at the rest of the world. Um, it's, it's about respect for self, respect for others, and respect for the environment. And, and as we said, it's, nudity is a tool to get there. So if we're not nude, we're not working towards that goal. Complete nudity is fundamental to nature's values. In fact, to the outside world, that's the only part they think about and they're aware of because it's so salient to them that the nudity is so such so big in their mind, they don't really think about the rest nearly as much. So not just to the outside world, but to ourselves, nudity is really fundamental to naturist philosophy and naturist values. So we could get into a whole discussion about naturism, but that's probably another show and that's probably a couple of hour show or, or part one and part two. The other reason that we're not clothing optional and I don't like a double negative, but that's what we're talking about here, is because we're fighting that powerful social conditioning we were talking about. You know, long-time naturists, like myself, we still have some discomforts, and whether it's maybe dancing or eating in the restaurant or sitting in certain positions, uh, you know, we're not quite comfortable because we shouldn't be showing certain parts of our body because we think still think of them as different, still think of them as parts of the bodies that we should be ashamed of, we should be embarrassed of, and we should be hiding. And that's not what naturism is teaching us. Uh, we should be able to do any activity, other than ones that are dangerous or uncomfortable because of temperature or, or other hazards, we should be able to do any activity nude and be very comfortable. And until we can do that, we're not making a truly free choice when we opt to stay clothed. And so we have to help People. That's why we're joining naturism. That's why we're participating in a club to be comfortable with their bodies in all situations. If we ever hope to get to that point where we are truly comfortable with ourselves, we are truly respectful of our, our of others and our bodies and other bodies and of the environment. You know, and it's funny the, the amount of rationalization that people make. Um, you know, I've had. Uh, People say to me that they are wearing shorts because it's more comfortable. You know, shorts don't keep you warm. Um, they don't really protect from any, from anything. Uh, to see a, a person wearing just shorts, um, assuming it's not a woman who has having a period, because then they might have to wear something to uh, carry their pad. But generally, often it's men who just wear shorts, and they say they're more comfortable. Is it really a physical comfort, or is it a psychological comfort? Psychological comfort is very powerful. You know, so the textiles, obviously, are very uncomfortable when they have no clothes on. They feel vulnerable, exposed. In fact, it's a tool, right? It's a tool to use in prisons and, and places like that to put people down. The guards in uniforms and the inmates stripped down to be made feel weak and insignificant and vulnerable. But if we get truly comfortable with our bodies, that doesn't work. So the psychological comfort is, is very important. We think it's physical, but often it's psychological. I had a woman once say that, you know, she liked wearing a wrap uh, around herself because it made her feel more feminine. I mean, how can clothes be more feminine than your own body? But that is definitely what society is telling us. You know, the fashion is important. If you want to be a woman, you have to have the right clothes and you have to look right in those clothes but of course that's not what naturism is about and then you see people with a towel tightly wrapped around their waist they say it's for convenience because you know you have to have a towel to sit on so wrapping around your waist seems more 
comfortable. But is that really convenience or is that a rationalization again? Remember, when you're, your irrational, emotional, subconscious uh, ideals about clothing and the body are attacked, you can react emotionally. And when you then have to rationalize this feeling and this discomfort, so you come up with explanation. People really believe it. I'm not putting anybody down. I don't think they're trying to play games. I think people really want to be naturist, but they don't always realize what their unconscious mind is rationalizing um, as a physical comfort when really it's to deal with their emotional discomfort. Also, very importantly, we're not clothing optional because we're promoting equality. Part of that respect for self and respect for the others is about being equal. And there's nothing like clothing to denote social, economic, political, or uh, professional status. You know, uniforms, uh, colors, and, and, and brands, and logos are all ways to put ourselves above others, to separate and differentiate ourselves from the rest of the population or others that we're working with or dealing with. And that's not what naturism is about. Naturism is about equality. You know, we don't, uh, we shield those body parts that we're ashamed of and we use clothing to elevate ourselves socially. You know, fashion is all about outdoing each other. So when we remove our clothes, we're showing respect for others through real modesty. You know, it's funny because they talk about wearing clothes is about being modest and when you're nude, you're not modest. Yet generally, those clothes are emphasizing those parts that we're supposed to hide. Most clothes are bright. Most clothes are meant to enhance what we look like. How is that modesty? True modesty is to take it all off, to be nude in front of each other as we are, and presenting ourselves as ourselves, and looking at others as they are. That's what the promise of naturism is about, if we can ever get there in the whole world, which probably, I'm sure, not in my lifetime, then maybe people could wear clothes just for comfort and we, wouldn't, we could be clothing optional. But right now, clothing is often still used, even in naturist environments, to separate ourselves, to put ourselves above, to shield ourselves from others, to, to change that relationship that we're trying to create, that relationship of equality. Uh, Marc-Alain Descamps, uh, the brilliant French social psychologist whose treatises on naturism are, are some of the best that I've read and unfortunately they only exist in French but he's really he has the education and a training and he's really looked at naturism from a social psychological standpoint and he writes on the idea of clothing optional he doesn't seem to believe in it because what he talks about and this is the words are a little uh, academic but I think the convey what he's trying to say um, he says the reciprocal visual bestowal of complete nudity diffuses the exhibitionist voyeur relationship now what he means by that is if one person is dressed while the others are nude it's difficult even for a naturist to get away completely from voyeurism that doesn't mean we're voyeurs it just means that the person who is dressed is looking at the nude person without the person who is nude having the ability to do the same thing. The, the, the equality is not there. It's, you're not on even 
uh, on even ground. And conversely, a, a nude person in front of dressed people, like a nude model posing for photographers or painters, has some elements of exhibitionism. And again, I'm not accusing anybody of being an exhibitionist. That's a very specific term and very specific condition, as a matter of fact. But people are looking at them. They're taking their clothes off and they're being looked at because they're nude. The dressed people are not in that same position of equality. And so there is a voyeur exhibitionist angle to any situation where one person is nude and the other is dressed in a naturist environment. Again, I'm not putting label on people. I'm not calling anybody a voyeur or an exhibitionist. I'm just saying there are tones of voyeurism and exhibitionism when you don't have that balance between the two people. It's not that people are in any way perverts. It's just that that equality has not been created, and that's what Marc-Alain Descamps is explaining in his book, and uh, which I didn't see until I read it as well. It's a, it's a very interesting argument. And another reason that we're not clothing optional at Bear Oaks is because we want to make it easier on new people. That seems strange because, you you know, forcing people to be nude, does that make it easier on new people? We don't actually force people to be nude right away and immediately. But we clearly say we're not clothing optional. And you already heard from Karen... Uh, how having nude staff makes it easier for new people. And getting them to be nude makes it easier for them too because they're trying to get used to something. They're trying to break some very big social bonds that are limiting their freedom to be comfortable with their bodies and the bodies of others. So it's not easy for them. And sometimes people need an excuse. They need a little push. I mean, they've come to a naturist environment, and as we heard, most of them expect people to be nude in a naturist environment anyway. So if you say, well, you don't have to take your clothes off, then you take away that pressure, and they may never get to the point where they can try it because, you know, they need a little push. They need a little rule. They need a real reason to move forward. Because as most of us know who've tried naturism, once you do it for Sometimes just minutes, you're very comfortable. But that first step can be a very difficult one for people who have been raised in the society we live in. And actually, I'd like you to listen to this story from another one of our staff members. When I first started to work at Bear Oaks, I debated whether or not um, not being clothing optional was perhaps um, incorrect. And I debated it with... Uh, the owner, whether or not that was the right thing to do for new people coming to the property. And I debated it because I thought that perhaps we, by forcing them to have to disrobe, that it wasn't giving them the fair opportunity to really, at their own pace, settle into um, the naturist environment. And by probably partway through the summer, I went back and I actually said that I totally agreed with it. And I agreed with it, the policy, for a number of reasons. Um, after experiencing new people coming to the park, I realized that when they were greeted by people in the office who were in fact disrobed and 
in their natural state that it took away and immediately showed them that this was what naturism was really all about. We had we had a customer who came to the park for the day. My experience with them really uh, highlighted and solidified for me why us not being a clothing optional facility was truly the right way to go. Um, they checked in and ended up over out by the pool. Uh, we had one of our members come and uh, actually at the office and told us about the fact that this customer had their bathing suit top and bottoms on uh, at the poolside, which is a policy that, you know, that's not allowed at the park. So we had a staff member go out and speak to um, the lady about the fact that if she needed some time to adjust to the naturist environment, that there was an area away from the pool and the main clubhouse that she was welcome to go to. But if she was going to be at poolside, then uh, the policy was that uh, we are nude at the pool. So a little while later, we had another customer come and indicate that uh, the, the woman still had a bathing suit top on, at which point I decided that I would go out and speak to her. So when I went out to the poolside, in fact, she had taken her bottoms off, but still had her t top on, which I thought was just a little bit odd. But as I got closer to her, I was able to understand the reality. She was very self-conscious about scars that she had on her chest. So I made the assumption that either she'd had um, breast surgery or, or cancer or something and was not feeling very good about herself and her body and so was able to start to have a conversation with her about if she was able to to shed that and and really embrace the beauty that was her body that nobody at the park would in fact judge her and that maybe that experience of shedding her top would also allow her to release and embrace um, the beauty as, as to who she was and help to heal her um, or aid in the healing process of what she'd been through and so um, she said that that was fine and she understood and so I came away and went back to the office and a short time later she came up the hallway into the office and had shed her bathing suit top and was absolutely joyful and said that she had felt like a whole weight had been lifted from her from from her and that it was like being reborn again because she was actually able to, you know, embrace the fact that, okay, she'd been through the cancer, she'd survived the cancer, and nobody was judging her no matter what she her body physically looked like. It, we were interested in who she was as a person. And that was really one of the most joyful experiences. So you see, we're actually making it easier on people who want to try naturism by not being clothing optional. Again, sometimes people need that little push. They need an excuse to try it and to get there. Don't get me wrong. We give people at Bare Oaks time to adjust. We just ask them to do it in a more subtle way, to be respectful of our environment, to not 
In other words, to not be proud of the fact that they are wearing clothing and walk around as if they think they're superior to. Obviously not swim or be in the center of everything with their clothes on. But we allow people as much time as they want if they just find a quiet corner where they can sit down and give themselves time to adjust and acclimatize to the environment. There's one other really important reason that I think clothing optional is not right. And that is we want to exclude aberrant individuals, people with the wrong idea, people who are there for bad reasons. I mean, I don't want to focus too much on them, and we don't get that many of them, perhaps because to take your clothes off when you have that in mind is very intimidating. Um, I think those people generally feel very vulnerable in a naturist environment, a true naturist environment, because to take your clothes off and be part of naturist ideal is not in, consistent with their intent and their attitude. Um, they have other ideas, and uh, they may actually feel threatened that we're going to wreck that for them, I suppose. So I think in most cases when they say they have to be nude, they leave. Or, you know, in some cases, and we've had in the last few years maybe one, maybe two, individuals where their intents become noticeable, and we've asked them to leave. Because you can tell by their comportment, uh, by how they handle themselves, by their body language, by the way they're looking around. They're not comfortable, and they're looking for something else. Um, it's... It, it's hard to explain until you experience it, but it becomes, once they're nude, once the, 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 the shield of clothing that they hide behind is removed, um, their intent becomes relatively obvious. And if they don't leave on their own, which I think many do, um, we notice and we ask them to leave. I think the final and most important reason that we're not clothing optional, though, is also we want to keep company with like-minded people. We are a naturist park, a naturist club. We want to hang out with other naturists. We want to get away from the textile world, the outside world where there's all this focus on sexuality and, and what you look like and body shame and, and all those media messages telling us that we're wrong. Uh, and, and many are still afraid to, you know, to even tell others um, so they want to be in a place where everybody's like them. Everybody understands. Everybody gets it. That's comfortable. I mean, it's... Uh, and again, I don't know why anybody would want to come to a naturist club if they're not naturist. Um, that's why, you know, clothing optional does allow those people to come. And I actually, I was speaking to uh, the president of the French Federation. Uh, and in France... They've been, in some of the large commercial centers, they've been fairly tolerant of people, non-naturists. They've been fairly clothing optional in some cases. And what they found is they get overrun by textiles because often uh, naturist resorts are the most beautiful resorts and campgrounds around because we are much more into nature. Not every square foot is reserved for wall-to-wall -wall trailers. Um, we we demand as naturists we require and demand open space and nature and lakes and ponds and rivers and forests and 
some of the most beautiful parks are nature's resorts. And so in France, they found that the textiles were coming camping in a nature's resort that were clothing optional because they were so much more beautiful than in textile campgrounds. And there's possibly something to be said about that. I guess that's one reason why textiles would want to come to a nature's resort. But in general, you know, if I don't want to eat Italian food, I wouldn't go to an Italian club. Um, and if I don't want to be a naturist, if I don't believe in naturist values and philosophy, why would I want to go to a naturist resort? And by not being clothing optional, we make it clear we are a naturist resort. Come and join us if you believe in what we believe in, if you have our values, or if you want to try our values, or if you believe our values are something that might make sense to you. But those who don't, since they can't keep their clothes on, won't be interested. So that's it for this episode of The Naturist Living Show. You certainly heard a lot of my voice and uh, my ideas and my talking. So I'd love to hear from you this time as well. Please, I, I get a lot of comments, but I'd love to hear more and I'd love to get more. Send me an email at naturistliving at bareoaks.ca and let us know what you'd like to hear. Tell us what you think of the show and uh, tell us what uh, you'd like to see in future shows. Take care. This episode of The Naturist Living Show was brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. Traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Traditional values means that naturism is more than just taking your clothes off. It is a life philosophy with physical, psychological, environmental, social, and moral benefits. Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park strives to promote those naturist values in a modern setting that provides the amenities and services that our members and visitors expect. Free your body, free your mind. Learn more at www.bearoaks.ca. Thank you.